Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 206, Place Value. Math is super fun with tic-tac-toe for second graders. Uh, I'm excited to continue the conversation about place value. If you missed episode 205, I talked about three free games to practice place value. So go check that out. And in if you heard it, then this is another conversation about place value. And I am excited to get started. Hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so we're back. And we're talking about place value this week. I hope that you are ready. I know that I am. I wanted to let you know that this episode is being sponsored by my end of the year beach theme unit. So that means that you have a whole week of plans and practicing skills and students being busy so you can work at work. The beach theme focuses on reading, writing, math, science, social studies, and it's all centered around beach, going to the beach, surfing, surfing into summer, like the whole thing is so fun. There's a reader's theater that starts off the beach activities and then they do like book commercials and book recommendations and letters to the next teacher and they talk they we also have a memory book in there and and actually I have a freebie that goes with that you can grab the memory book for free at trinadebryteachingandlearning.com forward slash memory book and that is super fun but the beach theme is so much fun there's a you create a uh a beach club with mapping and there's like bubbles and oh man, it's so fun. You're going to love it. And it will definitely help you get work done at work. So if you are in the need of making the end of the year spectacular and enjoyable and chaos free, and also you want to give your kids a little incentive, then the end of the year beach themed unit is the one you're going to want to grab. You can find this in my shop on TPT, Trina Debery Teaching and Learning. Whoops, sorry about that. And you can find that on TPT. Okay, so let's get on with the show. So today we're talking about place value and we're talking about tic-tac-toe. Now I know you're thinking, what? So place value with whole numbers is always more engaging with second graders when you add in games like tic-tac-toe. Believe it or not, math can be fun. With the help of a little bit of creativity, even second grade students can enjoy learning the place value of the digits and turning their math lesson into an interactive game of tic-tac-toe. Make kids smile and think differently about math class and the place value system with an engaging activity that will make them beg for more. Now keep listening and let me share the details with having tic-tac-toe that you are playing during your math lesson while learning about whole numbers with the two-digit numbers or larger numbers in the position of a digit. So all right, why tic- why tic-tac-toe for teaching place value? Well, tic-tac-toe brings learning about ones place, tens place, hundreds place, and thousands place alive. 
any game really helps students enjoy math more. Games make learning the diff- the difficult or the different values of numbers fun and engaging and provide a threat-free environment for learning. So what I one of my favorite things to do when I'm teaching math, and, and it's been a little while, I will say, but this was one of my favorite things. And actually, when I kind of took a break from math for a bit, when I was platooning with my teaching partner and I was teaching reading and science, I missed math because there were so many games, so much peer coaching that goes into it, so many Kagan cooperative learning strategies that I wanted to use. And I used them in in all subjects, but math was so fun. So first of all, it's playing tic-tac-toe with showdown is a whole different way of playing tic-tac-toe. So what you're going to need is the calling cards. And this requires various place value understanding. You want whiteboards, like dry erase boards. And I always call them whiteboards. I should probably call them dry erase boards. That would probably help people make, understand. And tic-tac-toe boards and pieces. Now I have created um, tic-tac-toe with showdown for place value with the calling cards. It's in my shop on TPT. You can grab it. It's um, it's actually called place value with tic-tac-toe, showdown with tic-tac-toe. And it is super fun. Just go to the math section in my store. It'll be easier for you to find. You'll see a picture of the of the tic-tac-toe board on the cover of of this resource. It's like under $3, I'm pretty sure. And it's and you can use this tic-tac-toe board again and again and again if you laminate it. Makes makes it more durable, obviously. All right, so let's talk about how the tic-tac-toe with Showdown works. Showdown is an engagement strategy that I learned from Kagan Cooperative Learning. And that is super helpful. So first, the second grade teacher calls or the caller, you could have a caller, you don't even have to have the teacher, you could have a caller, call out a large number. There, These numbers may be two digit numbers, they could be a bigger number. Students have to do what they're doing is they're playing in p- partners. So you have two, you know, two partners going on. And students have to determine the place value of each digit and represent the place the face value on their whiteboards. Now, both players in the partnership are answering the question. The teacher or the caller calls for showdown, and they both partners hold up their whiteboards or their dry erase boards with the face value of a digit in the correct positional position, or even the following number. You kind of want to mix it up. So sometimes you want them to show what it looks like in the t- like as tens and ones by using like a dot and a slash and you know square for the ones, tens, and hundreds. Um, you sometimes want them to show one digit that represents like, you know, what this, like if you're looking for the hundreds place or whatever, you may want to just have the whole number and they have to determine how many ones, tens, and hundreds and so on. Do you want to mix it up? And in my calling cards, I do mix it up. So that part is done for you. Just FYI. You can also make this up yourself and totally do this without, without this resource. Um, and that's totally fine too. Um, the view, this view is beneficial for the teacher to see the th- reason why you want both partners to, to show, even though they're playing tic-tac-toe, you want both partners to show their answer is because it, you get a quick view of who gets it and who doesn't. And you kind of like keep a mental note or even a little list of students that you might want to pull back in a small group for the kids that don't understand. So everyone keeps their boards intact as the teacher calls and shares the correct answer. So they can't erase it. Like they have to keep it the answer that they had on the board. 
So next, the X or the O, and you decide who goes first. And one of the things, I'm going to give you this little hint, one of the things that I do when <laughs> when I have them pick X's and O's, I, I kind of listen. I do a quick listen around the room. And if I hear people kind of maybe arguing over it or acting like, you know, I'm going to be the X's and you get to be the O's or things like that, then I always pick the opposite because I like to you know, just remind them that sometimes <laughs> it's not necessary to act that way. I don't say anything. I just pick the opposite. So anyway, so whoever's, whoever, let's say you let the O's go first, whoever is the O at the time, they can play on the tic-tac. If they got the answer right, they are going to put their X or their O down on the tic-tac-toe board. They actually get to play the board. Um, now, when the other person doesn't get to. Even if they got it right, that's great, but they don't get to put they don't get to play yet. They have to wait till their next turn. So the next turn you do another call of the number and then kids you call for showdown, they hold up their numbers or hold up their, you know, tens and ones or whatever, they hold that up and you tell the correct answer. If the person with the X's got it right this time, they get to play the tic-tac-toe board and that's how it works. So again, everyone is engaged 100% engagement. Everyone gets their turn on the tic-tac-toe board. Now, if that person got it wrong and it's their turn to play the tic-tac-toe board, they don't get to do it. They don't get to put their X or O down. So they're kind of out of luck. Now, what happens when you keep playing the board and you and you notice that no one is going to win? Doesn't matter. They complete the board until it's completely filled. And then they wipe the board and they start a new game. What I used to do is I would give like a skittle or something silly like that as the to the win, to people that won the game. So they just held their, they put their fingers in like the X, the sign language X sign with their fingers crossed and they would just hold it in the air and I would just write down their name or the, I had kids with numbers. So I would write down their number. And at the end, I would, you know, give out little Skittles for the people that won. Um, most of the time that was everybody. Sometimes that's going to make some people upset, but I also feel like that's learning a lesson in life. Like we don't always win and that's okay. And it's not always about winning, but it's, you know, it's, and that's totally fine. You have to be, there's like some strategy involved. You have to be strategic with your you know, tic-tac-toe game. And you also have to want to make sure, you know, try to get the answer correct with your place value. So you're doing multiple things at one time. Now play continues to the following calling card. Again, you're calling showdown, you're giving the answer, and then the partner that gets to play gets to play the board. It's super fun. You can keep playing numerous times. It can be several games in a row. It's just as long as you like, maybe you, I'm going to spend 10 minutes playing this. If you don't get any winners in that 10 minute time, that's okay too. The kids still think it's fun because they're using their dry erase boards. Kids love that. They also love the fact that they're playing a game. They're trying to win. They're playing tic-tac-toe. They get to move their pieces and all that. So that makes it super fun. And it's just such a great game to really get kids involved with place value. Now I have, like I said, in my store, the calling cards, I even had the answer cards that you can show the kids. So you really don't have to do a lot of, of thinking. Sometimes it's nice to ha let our brains turn off for a few minutes. And you get to really observe which kids are understanding what they're not. And you notice the kind of mistakes that they're making as well, so that you can specifically and intentionally hone in on a small group and help them out. You can play this game with partners. You can play this 
this game, you know, whole class, you can play it in a small group, keeping kids motivated. Now, gameplay is highly motivating to kids. You may or may not want to hand out, like I said, a Skittle or an eraser or something like that for the winners. But again, this can cause issues with and kids don't win. And I, I think that's a life lesson. And that's the way it goes. I do want us to be mindful of our struggling students who feel like they never win. And in that case, I think that, you know, we want to think about that. And or maybe we want to do it in a in a smaller group, or even, you know, maybe they're playing against themselves or something like that. I think that it's important for for kids to feel like they can win and that they're not always not going to win. So I think that's important too. Um, There is a value of using games. There are so many benefits of using games in the classroom, especially with subjects that feel hard for some kids. Tournaments help kids feel motivated and engaged. Games also incentivize trying. But you always want to incentivize trying. You don't want to really incentivize their ability because some kids can't help that. They can't help that they're not good at something. So we do want to be mindful of that and careful of that. My final tip about tic-tac-toe gameplay is you can really, you can easily create a board on a whiteboard. And I love creating um, boards that they can actually use though, that you can laminate and use again and again, because kids love to use these boards and they love to move the pieces and they're fun and they're cute. And the one that I made is cute. I use these X's and these like Valentine's X's and O's and they're adorable. So I think that um, that makes it fun. And you can use that for anything. You can do all kinds of call all kinds of things to them. You know, maybe you're calling adjectives or you're calling, <laughs> you're calling, um, you know, juicy writing words or you're whatever or the main character or something like that. You can use it in so many different ways. I love the board. So if you're looking for a fun and engaging way to teach the correct places and positions of a digit, look no further than tic-tac-toe. This classic game is a great way to introduce the concept of place value with a given number to your students. It's also a great way to motivate and excite kids about math. So be sure to check out my um, my own shop on TPT for this exciting place value showdown with tic-tac-toe. Make learning fun, math learning fun by adding in games such as tic-tac-toe with showdown when teaching place value to second graders. I hope this gave you an an idea of something that you could use in your classroom and that it maybe motivated you just a bit. Also, I want to remind you that if you're looking for an end of the year theme week, don't check out my shop on TPT. The end of the year beach theme is so much fun and will allow you to get work done at work. Hallelujah. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. (laughs) 